This is Monty in the Morning, the show Phoenix Magazine readers voted number one talk radio show in Arizona. Number one during your morning commute. Number one whenever news breaks during your day. And number one whenever and wherever you want to talk sports. Now it's time for Monty in the Morning. Hey, that's me. How the heck are you? It is the Monty Show. Thursday, February 3rd. 2022, we will not have a show for you tomorrow. We'll be back on Monday. But until tomorrow, just say goodbye, Jake. Listen to this show. Yeah, until tomorrow. (laughs) uh, Listen to this show on repeat, right? Um, Hey, don't forget that we are giving away a PS5. That'd be a PlayStation Cinco. Yeah. Uh, You see it right here on the desk. All you have to do is be subscribed to this channel. And follow us on the old TikTok machine. Breathtaking immersion. The Monty Show. M-O-N-T-Y. The Monty Show underscore. You follow us on TikTok. You subscribe to us on Jutub. Uh, You punch somebody in the face at Golden Corral. Yeah. You have a chance to win the PS5. Uh, Make sure you shop our affiliate (laughs) links below in the description. I took the home COVID test that's linked down there. No, I don't have COVID. Um, there's a home COVID <laughs> test. There is Rockstar Recovery. Uh, are, the, are the masks that we use, if you are not an Amazon Prime member, people, people, whether you listen on Stitcher Radio and Spotify, which are powering the podcast, yeah, um, or you watch us live on YouTube every day, uh, my friends, are you not Amazon Prime members? Somebody on, on YouTube yesterday said, I'm not an Amazon Prime member. I'm going to do that. Get it done. Get it done. There's a link in the description below on the podcast and on YouTube uh, that gives you 50% off of Amazon Prime. Do it. Hook it up. Shop our links below. Let's start with the Utah Jazz. Uh, they played the Denver Nuggets last night or somebody that was wearing Denver Nuggets uniforms. Yeah. Um, because most of their lineup, just like the Utah Jazz lineup, was out last night, including Nikola Jokic, that big, tall, dough boy. He's a bum. Uh, he's the reigning NBA MVP. Anyway, the point is, they rested Aaron Gordon and Nikola Jokic. The Jazz took advantage, and they did so by playing their young guys, Jake. Mm-hmm. And I think if we took anything away from the suckage that had been the Golden State Warriors over the last two years and really leading up to the Steph and Clay era, I think you know if you play young guys, good things happen. Yeah, I think it's an opportunity. I, I think you the thing with the young guys is, is you have to be patient. So you, you have to be willing to say, you know, okay, we're not as focused on the result of the game, but we are focused on plus minus. We are focused on turnovers. We are focused on you know, the areas of your game that we need to improve depending on the player we're discussing. So, you know, when I was watching this game last night, I see guys like Jared Butler. I see guys like Elijah Hughes contributing. I see guys like Trent Forrest having a career night. The the guys that don't get a lot of minutes when the normal regular players are healthy play their ass off last night. And I think, you know, number one, I, I think it was a nice win for the team. You know, good quality win for young guys. But number two, I, th- I think... There's real credence to this idea of, hey, let's let's just take a chill pill. Let's play the young guys the rest of the year. Let's develop the hell out of these guys. And let's come back next season ready to rock and roll. I think that there is real credence to that conversation. And not to say that, that you want to just tank the rest of the year, 
But I think that with where with what we know about the Donovan Mitchell situation currently, which is he's still suffering from concussion like symptoms. He saw a concussion specialist, like he's trying to work through all this stuff. And what we know about Rudy Gobert's calf, we know these guys are not near 100% right now, you know, and we don't really know when they're going to come back. We're not sure yet. I would imagine Rudy will be sooner rather than later. Uh, Don is a little bit a different of a situation. I still feel like that's up in the air. So being that that's the case, I I just find myself wondering why wouldn't we? Why wouldn't the Jazz play these guys? Why wouldn't you get Elijah Hughes more shots out of the corner from three? Why wouldn't you get Jared Butler more time? running running point and running the offense, right? Or why wouldn't you get Trent Force more time running the offense and taking shots and working on his game? Because all that's going to do is help you for next season. And I think that is a really smart and pragmatic conversation to have if you're this Utah Jazz team. Because, I'm sorry, did you did you say pragmatic? Uh, yes, mm-hmm, right. Yeah, I would agree with you. Um, I, I My question is, what do you have to lose by playing the young guys? I Nothing. mean, if you – if you play Jared Butler more, if you if you're playing Eric Pasco more, if you're playing Trent Force more, I mean, all you're going to get is development. Now, again, I will say I don't think Yudoka Azubuki is a starting center. I don't even know that he's an NBA player in a regular rotation. But we need to find that out. I don't know that Trent Force can be anything more than a seven, eight, nine guy off your bench. We need to find that out. Right until he shows he can shoot. But what I know is Elijah Hughes can shoot the three. Yeah. What I know is Jared Butler can play in the NBA. Like what we saw last night out of Jared Butler, while unspectacular, was rock solid and certainly a big improvement. And I know that the Denver Nuggets didn't have their best players. But my question, Jake, is what do you have to lose by playing these young guys? Nothing. I I don't even think you you have nothing to lose. And and furthermore, I think you have everything to gain because again, you know, you brought up the Golden State Warriors. At the beginning of the conversation, and I think that's a great comparison. You know, Golden State is known. They are notorious for being able to develop their team and their young guys and turn those guys into key contributors that make a big difference for them when it matters most late in the year. And, and so you look at what they're doing with the Kamingas and with the Wisemans and, and, and all these guys that they've brought in. Hell, you even look at what they did with Steph when he first came into the league. I mean, this is a guy, you know, obviously out of Davidson, who people were saying was going to be a nobody. You know, the scouting report said the guy was undersized and, and not an NBA body. And now you're talking about the guy being the best shooter ever. So I'm just telling you that there's opportunity here. There's opportunity to turn, you know, uh, Elijah Hughes into an elite three-point shooter by NBA standards. There's opportunity to turn Jared Butler into somebody who can really contribute on a 15 to 20 minute a night basis when the when the regular guys are back. And you need him to be that. How long are we going to operate with, you know, guys who are at the later stages of their career? With all due respect to the Joe Ingles and the bogeys of the world, how long are you going to operate like that? How long are you going to ask, you know, the old car to continue to take you down the road, man? Like, you've got to develop these young guys so that, especially next season, you, you can ride them you can say okay hey we're winning by 20 right now and we're heading into the fourth let's bring the young guys in let's get them more minutes like you have to do that well and I I more look at it as you want to develop these young guys now so that they can become the reason that you win a championship because you already have a guy in Donovan Mitchell that you can build this franchise around what you don't have is athletic wings who can contribute on both ends of the floor because you're not developing young guys. And, and the best example of a lack of development on this team right now is Rudy Gobert's offensive game. 
I look at I look at the one hole in this lineup as it's currently constructed. I think the biggest problem for the Jazz is Rudy Gobert is oftentimes not effective offensively. Now you're older. I think you're watching absolutely. You are watching the beginning of the end for Boyan Bogdanovich. Certainly, I think that's in a Jazz uniform. But in his career, I think you're you you're now seeing his best days are behind him. Mm-hmm. Boyan Bogdanovich cannot play fast basketball. But it's guys like Royce O'Neal who are finding ways to contribute. Royce O'Neal is making a higher percentage of his three-point shots this year. There's value in that for this Jazz team. But what I'm telling you is Royce O'Neal should be gone and you should be playing guys like Eric Paschal in that spot. You should be playing guys like Trent Forrest in that spot. You should be playing all of these other guys instead of Hassan Whiteside. Give me more Yudoka Azabuki. Show me that you belong in the NBA, Doke, and let's see if we can earn you more minutes, right? That's what this team needs because they're they're stuck in the mud right now. And again, I bring up a Jonathan Kaminga. I bring up a, a James Wiseman. The Golden State Warriors are arguably the best team in the Western Conference, and those guys before the Wiseman injury, he was getting significant run. Jonathan Kaminga is getting measured exposure in the NBA right now, and it's making the Golden State Warriors a better team. I, I look at you can look at Dusomu in, in Chicago. You can look you can look across this league, LaMelo Ball. You've got to play your young guys because what's the best way to grow them? Let them make mistakes. Give them significant minutes and let them learn by falling down because they will get back up. Mm-hmm. You know, and Jared Butler's a guy that played at a very high level at, at, at Baylor, won a national championship. But the NBA is a different level and he needs to experience that pain. But, man, I'm telling you, you can see the step-through that he had last night, mm-hmm. the assists he had last night. He's Frankly, he's got to learn to shoot the three at the NBA level. Yeah. And it's surprising he's struggling with that, especially last night. But that's going to come around. The other stuff, the intangibles are there. The mistakes on defense, we saw some switching issues last night. Those are young guy mistakes. You only learn to, to, to do that well by making those mistakes. So I see no downside by them going all in on their young guys. 100%. And, and, and again, I think there's tremendous upside to it. You know, it's not just like, it's not just, hey, if we do this, there's no risk to it. But also, hey, if we do this, there is big benefits and big upside potential to to getting these guys more minutes and getting them more comfortable. I mean, imagine a situation where, where as a Jazz fan, you could comfortably say, okay, next season, you know, Let's say that Mike Conley suffers the usual Mike Conley injury. Just as an example, let's say that he got hurt and had to miss time. How awesome would it be to simply say, okay, Jared Butler or maybe a Trent Forrest can come right off the bench into that starting role and we won't miss a beat. That would yeah. be great. But to do that, you got to get these guys minutes and you got to develop them. And, and I, I, you know, the interesting thing about Jared Butler is I don't know if he's a number one point guard in this league. I, I honestly don't know. Is he a is he a top five guy on a roster? Today he's not. Yeah. I is mean, his upside top five on a roster? Yeah, I mean I, I don't think, know. I think he has that in him. I think I think, you know, in today's game, you don't just have to be physically gifted to be a number one anymore. I mean, you can be, you know, you look at if you look around the league, there are plenty of point guards who are not, you know, the most physically gifted with leaping ability and, you know, length and all that who are playing uh, a ton of minutes and who start for their teams. And I think that um, – I think Jared Butler is plenty athletic. I think the game right now for him is moving incredibly quickly. And that's ultimately what happens when you play these guys. And this is what I think a lot of people 
don't quite understand about the first-person experience when you play sports. The more you play and the more comfortable you get when, you're, when your mind can identify situations, the game slows down for you. So you can start to understand, okay, you know, I know Bogey's over here and Royce right. is over here and Rudy's right in the middle, and so I know what I want to do here. And that's what you see guys like Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell and, you know, the Chris Pauls and, and all the best point guards in the league doing. They're reading the floor and directing traffic in creating opportunities. Jerry Butler's not there yet, but I believe that he can get there. Now, whether that's with the Jazz or whether they end up trading him or whatever, I don't know. But either way, the point is, playing these guys more minutes right now with where you're currently positioned has no downsides. Because even if you played these guys, developed them just to trade them for draft capital, that's still a win. Yeah, I... Uh... I don't know. Where are you at on Trent Forrest? I mean, I, I like what I'm seeing. He seems a little more comfortable with the corner three. Um, I, I don't think he is. I don't think his absolute top side is top five on a roster. I think if he, you yeah. know, like is he as talented? Who's a, a secondary player? Is he as talented as a Lou Dort, who we saw take over a game last night from three and win it in overtime? Probably not. No, I think Lou Dort's probably more talented. Is, is he? But but is 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 Trent Forrest a, a top ten guy on a roster? In can this any league? of these guys? All jokes aside, all jokes aside, can any of these guys get to where an Alex Caruso type guy's gotten to? Because Alex Caruso is a secondary player for sure, but he is a big time contributor. He's invaluable to the team that he's on. I I don't. I think Trent Forrest has the athletic ability to do that. I don't know that he has the offensive polish. I don't know that Trent Forrest has that savvy it factor. But isn't that the conver the exact conversation we're having, though? Can the Jazz create that in him? And I think that's that's what you have to look at with these players, like the Forrest and the Elijah Hughes and the Jared Butlers and all these all these. Sadly, other guys. I, I'm going to say I don't believe that this Jazz team, and <laughs> as an organization, excuse me, mm -hmm. as an organization, I don't know that they are a developer. I don't know that this team right now today or this organization, and we haven't seen it under Danny Ainge. I mean, but in the last five years, have they really taken a in, an unpolished stone and turned them into a gem? And I would tell you they have not. I think, and maybe I'm being kind of a jerk about it, but I think Donovan Mitchell has spent his own cash to turn himself into a gem. Agreed. And I probably believe too much in Donovan Mitchell. I, I mean, I got, I got it handed to me by some of the comments on YouTube yesterday throughout the day, just talking to different people on YouTube, I think more Jazz fans would rather keep Rudy Gobert than Donovan Mitchell. But I look at Donovan Mitchell, I see Donovan Mitchell spending millions of dollars to become an NBA superstar. I just think Don, Don he just needs to mature. And and it's and not, that takes time. It, it takes time. It, it, it's, a, it's a tough road. But you just, you have to be, and I hate saying this because it's such an asshole thing to say, you just have to be better, dude. Like, like you, you need to mature in the in the in the people ops department, as I say. How you handle your teammates, like how you lead the yes. team, you got to mature in that area. But but I also think on the floor, you know. And again, this is I'm glad you brought it up because this is a developmental piece that I think you know you're not going to get this from Brickley, in my opinion. I think Brickley is going to teach you individual skills to improve your game in a one on one setting. That's what I think Chris Brickley really helps guys with. But I think the concept of, hey, I'm the best player on the floor. I need to draw that double team. I need to make the defense gravitate towards my side of the floor so I can create other opportunities for my teammates. Donovan Mitchell doesn't do that right now. And he needs to I start doing that for this team to take that next step. So, you know, for the people who say, well, I'd rather have Rudy than, 
then Don, well, sure, Damn. yeah, sure, I guess you can go with that. But I'm telling you from uh, 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 an NBA championship perspective, I would much rather have Donovan Mitchell than, than Rudy Gobert, 100%. I don't even think it's a conversation. I think it's a no-brainer. I, I think this do. season hasn't done great things for Donovan Mitchell's image in the fan base. I have to be honest. I think a lot of people no. think that, that Don is selfish. I think a lot of people – rumors be true or not a lot of people think that he's asking out which is untrue we have good sourcing that says it's not true that he asked for a trade you know like it, i just think that again i'll keep saying it this team desperately needs donovan mitchell to come back and produce that's what the team needs right now and i don't know when that's going to happen yeah it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out i mean i i just this concussion thing with donovan um, he has not been able to shake this concussion that he he picked up against the Lakers three weeks ago. Three and weeks. It, it is in the NBA. It's very rare. I mean, you see some guys. You know, usually concussions in the NBA happen when you slam your head on the floor, or sometimes you'll fall backwards and hit your head on a knee. Usually in the NBA, you get a concussion from hitting the back of your head, either on the floor, on a knee, whatever. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell took a swing through elbow from Russell Westbrook in L.A. And he's not been able to shake that. And, and it was kind of on the side of his head almost with the way it happened. It's a little scary to see what he's going through. Not, it, it's not career-threatening. or, But by the way, I actually think this has worked out really well. Him missing this time has forced the Jazz to play other guys. And I think, you know, Quinn Snyder is, is – is, I'll give him a lot of credit for this. And I know a lot of people are, are saying Alex Jensen, you know, should be the coach and – do you really think that Quinn Snyder isn't still coaching this team? I mean, do you, do you honestly think that they don't have a game plan going into last night where he and Alex Jensen are on a on a Zoom call and they're talking about X's and O's and rotations? And <laughs> if on. you really think that Quinn Snyder has nothing to do with player minutes and rotations, you're crazy. I, I, I mean, I, I just don't know. I don't know how that would be possible. It's not. I mean, Quinn Snyder is still the guy pulling the strings on this team. Now, at the eight-minute mark of the third quarter, are they texting? No, they're probably not. I mean, that's Alex Jensen making decisions on guys, and okay, I'm down with that. But if you think that that they're not talking about, hey, you know, how much are we playing Jared tonight? How much are we playing this guy or that guy? Or what angles do we want to work on the floor? What are we trying? What kind of positions are I mean, we trying to put these guys in? Like, there, there, there is a clear game plan to. to to work on things, you know, and either way, I, I, the Alex Jensen stuff, everyone's talking about how, you know, oh, well, that was a great rotation last night, and I love how flexible he is with all the players, and, and it's like, dude, yeah, Alex Jensen did a good job, and he's done a nice job, and he'll continue to do a nice job. It's not an Alex Jensen problem. I think you just have to understand that just because Quinn is not in person doesn't mean that he's not, you know, making decisions yeah. it's just it's just a foolish thought and by the way the jazz aren't making a coaching change in season yeah that, that just there's there's no justification for that all right let's get your comments uh snooka what's up snooka here we go that's right snooka uh c shiver says alex jensen for head coach yeah, fire quinn snyder now please yeah. there you go cody strickland says hashtag i want the ps5 hashtag i want more mm-hmm I want more. Yeah, sorry. I'm trying to find it here. It's, uh, I, yeah, I, I, I want more. Yeah, sorry. That's uh, an obscure drop that morning. I don't remember where it is. He, Cody <laughs> says, morning, guys. We really needed the game, LOL. And I've seen huge athleticism that really won this game from our young guys. Yeah, totally agree. Giggity, what's up? Good to see you, bud. Um, Eric and Raleigh says, good morning, Montes. And Steph had glass ankles. Steph did have glass ankles. But they worked through that. And he's worked with Under Armour to work through that. 
Um, Cody Strickland says Hassan Whiteside's a bum. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wayne Boone says, good morning, and she has win is lovely. Will you be my Valentine? Nah, I'm fine. He's a bum. Uh, <laughs> Rudy Sanchez says, Butler reminds me of Alec Burks a little bit. Well, that's interesting. I mean, Alex has always been – Alec Burks has been a good three-point shooter pretty much his whole career. Yeah. I And I think Jared Butler will get there. I, I think the – the measurables on Jared Butler are all there. I think he'll be mm-hmm. fine. JP uh, Steven Steve Shanahan says, Sup. Uh, you guys probably already know that uh, Mitchell's concussion symptoms continue to linger, according to reports. They do. Um, Duane Bone says, I'll be making popcorn when the Nets come to town tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. What is going on? We're going to do our NBA power rankings here in a moment. James Harden's a real concern for Brooklyn. Yeah. I mean, he... He ain't that dude anymore, and I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's that he's not the alpha male. I know you think that. I mean, you yeah. think that's really what this is? Yeah, I mean, I think that James Harden thrives in an environment when he's the guy, and and I don't think that that's a, I don't think that it, I don't mean that from the the attitude of like he's selfish. I just think that James Harden really thrives in an environment where it's him and everybody else, and he can, like I was saying before, he can kind of control and make decisions, and everything goes through him. I I think. I think what James Harden is really struggling with right now, uh, and he said as much, you really would. You would, huh? You would. I would. Why, why would you do that? I'm sorry if you're offended by that. Yeah, I am offended by that. I'm sorry. Were you Were you talking? I'm going to say this again. I was just drinking my drink, man. You're oh. casual. Yeah. Uh, by the way, we got the full T-shirt design yesterday. The T-shirts are in production right now. It's fire. It's fire. Everybody's been asking, where's the You're a Casual shirt? It's coming. Come on, man. Once we get back from L.A., we'll roll those out. Pre-orders will begin next Monday. I want more. We'll start taking pre-orders on the casual shirts next Monday. Um, I don't disagree with you, yeah. by the way. Yeah. I think I think Brooklyn finally figures that they, Kevin Durant's the best player in the world right now, I think. And you see his value to Brooklyn when he's not there. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kyrie's fine. I think it's Kevin Durant one, Kyrie two, James Harden three. And I think James knows that. And I think James wants to – James Harden has not just all of a sudden forgot how to score basketball. Let's be very clear about that. James Harden needs a particular environment to to thrive, you know, uh, like a plant. He needs sunlight, water. He needs particular things to – Is that a plant like some weed? Yeah, dude, exactly. You know, I mean, he needs, he needs certain particular – attributes within the team for him to do well but you see when those are present he can put up 50 no problem you know so i don't know is that philly sure sure maybe it is maybe it's not i don't know maybe is that washington and a bradley beal trade i don't know but he's gonna get moved maybe maybe not maybe fuck yourself anyway the point is jesus that's one of the greatest drops ever where is it now the drop machine apparently maybe not maybe fuck yourself yeah exactly right thank you do you know where that's from? The Departed. The Departed. <laughs> you had to think about it, didn't you? Uh, anyway, he's a, th- he's a Southie. Uh, the point is. He's a Southie. The point oh, is. Oh, what a loser. <clears throat> James Harden remains a loser. That's exactly right. Right, yeah. James Harden, I, I, I doubt he ever wins a championship. I, I, I really do. He's got because time. if he goes, if James Harden goes to Philly, he won't be the alpha male. He won't. Uh, it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's Joel's team, but. I think I think Philly. The thing with Philly is I think it, it still has untapped potential to it. I think we don't know what Joel Embiid's capable of when he's actually got someone who can contribute next to him. I, I I'm we 
I'm going to institute a policy where I'm not going to read Insta <coughs> DMs during the show. <coughs> Seriously. Uh, Barry says, um, finally, you've come around on Quinn Snyder. What do you mean, Barry? And he also says The Departed's a great film, not a movie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, yeah, Barry. Appreciate that. There are some movies that are films, not movies. Yeah, like The Fifth Element. Um, that's a shit show. That's not a movie. It's a great movie. Um, <laughs> uh, it's not a film though. Uh, Greg Hawkins says, "Sup, y'all? What's up, Greg? Sup, Good Greg. to see you." Uh, Tyler Hopkins says, "I don't think we'll see Donovan Mitchell until after the All Star break." Yeah, why would you? I would. I wouldn't that's rush the him thing. back. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I would love to know. I'd love to get an answer on what the mindset of the team is right now. What are they trying or not trying to do? <laughs> my, my guy C. Sheavers <laughs> is all in on firing Quinn Snyder. Um, he, he said, when Snyder comes back, it's back to the usual bullshit. I'll drop that mother. Yeah, I'm sure you will. Uh, Eric and Raleigh says, Steph won KD2, Giannis 3. Stop. There ain't nobody taking Steph Curry over Kevin Durant. Yeah. And Eric, I, I love you, dude, but it's way too early to be dropping acid. Yeah. Like, seriously, yeah. you're hallucinating. That's enough of that crap. Jeremy Bolton, good morning to you. Giggity says, cracking a cold one in the middle of Jake's take. Ha <laughs> ha, yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. Cold chilling. Uh, John Jackson, JJ, what's up? Good to see you, buddy. He says, giving the young players more time is showing their value when trade talks come up. I would agree. Yep. Uh, Jeremy Bolton says, need a UPS update. It's coming. Let's go. Michael Burton says, Patty Mills better than Harden. He's number three, LOL. <laughs> truth. Um, Michael Burton also says, in a in AFL here in Australia, concussions can last ages, especially a physical sport. The positive is some of the young players get minutes to improve at the highest level. Yeah, they do. And, and this is why I say, like, speaking of Australia, this is why I say, Hey, I hope they trade Joe Ingles. An NBA guy that I know pretty well yesterday said that there's demand for Joe Ingles' contract around the NBA mm -hmm. because he was going to get bought out anyway. So there's demand for that because it saves you a salary slot. If you can trade Joe Ingles, trade Joe Do Ingles. It. Do, Do it. it, dude. Do I, it. I would. Please. But if you don't trade him, I think you got to have him around the team. When his knee is in a position where he can be back on road trips, I would have him on the road with he the team. He was in the locker room last night. <laughs> yeah, I would have him on the road with the yeah. team. I yeah. mean, I, I think it's he's really important that way. Agreed. Um, so I, I just think that's important. Uh, Brylark says, uh, thanks, Monty. If those DMing mother truckers want to say something, they can enter the YouTube chat. That's what I'm saying. Yeah! You're watching the show already. You're watching the show already. Why, Barry, will you not get in on YouTube? I'm not sure that Barry wants to throw hands in the comment section. Well, he's told me before, if I remember right, and this is not, for my Phoenix listener, this is not Barry the New York Giant fan who lost his mind over Donald Trump. Isn't, and, isn't Barry the New York Giant fan formerly Barry the New York Jew as well? He is, yes. Barry came to us at the shitty radio station in Phoenix mm -hmm. as Barry the New York Jew. Yeah. Then he changed his name to I can't he changed his name a bunch of times, but he ended up on Barry the New York Giants fan. Right. Um, and then Saquon Barkley hurt himself, so there were other iterations. Yeah, hey, we're focused on the Jets today. Yeah, but my point is, yeah, Barry the New York Jet fan. Barry <laughs> lost his mind over COVID and the if I remember right, Barry's son um had gone <laughs> through a really I joke as I try to say COVID, a really bad coronavirus bout. Like right. he was in the hospital. Right. Um and then we the, the the Trump stuff and Barry was Barry just lost his mind one day and Mr. told us fucking vaccination yeah. genius yeah. scientific expert you yeah. fucking asshole Barry um so Barry lost his mind and then recently there's been another Barry 
who's not the same Barry, but who tends to, he, he has told me in the past, he does not have a YouTube account. He simply watches it by going to YouTube and not signing in, but he watches it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, which I don't even understand. Cause obviously I have a YouTube account and I watch YouTube. Not really often, but enough. I thought you had to have an account to watch a video, but if you don't, you cool. don't no. By the way, if you're here, please give us a thumbs up. That'd be great. Uh, Cody Strickland says, Coach Joe. No. Okay. Uh, it's ironic that Harden wanted to play in Brooklyn, and now he's on his way out, apparently. Uh, Shanahan says, yeah, it's ironic. Now he wants to go play in Philly. Yeah, I mean, the beginning of it for James <coughs> was the whole part-time player status with Kyrie. That really rubbed James the wrong way. Yeah, they had, they had a falling out. There was a chemistry thing in Brooklyn, from what everybody says. And the Kyrie Irving not getting vaccinated thing – Kevin Durant was not the quickest guy to get vaccinated either. Mm-hmm. But Kevin Durant, when he got vaccinated, said the same thing LeBron said. I'm doing this for my legacy and my team. Mm-hmm. And Kyrie Irving is is viewed as selfish because he won't get vaccinated. The coronavirus. That's not by me. That's by others. I, you know what? Frankly, if you don't want to get vaccinated, cool. Everybody gets a test. But when you're, when, when you're committed to, you know, essentially 11 other guys, 14 other guys, mm-hmm. and you refuse to comply, I think that is selfish. It affects me. So that's just me. Uh, Brylark says, yes, I miss Driftwood. Oh, Driftwood. 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 What a legend, dude. Giggity says Barry's a casual. Well, well hey. I mean, you know. you're a casual. I mean, Barry, I don't disagree with that. Uh, Brylark says, Cody, Jeremy, uh, who was our resident Trumper that doesn't watch anymore? I can't remember his name. It, it, Driftwood. Driftwood. Yeah. Absolutely right. Michael Burton says Ingles injury was massive loss. Eh, agree. If he's on the roster, I would keep him there for the locker room presence. He's definitely one of the glue guys in the team. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, 100%. I do. What happened to the Army Ranger who had COVID three times? Eric and Raleigh wants to know. The Stever. I Bro, don't know. I don't know where Buddy is. I so... don't know. But the last time we heard from Stever was less than a year ago because it was here. It was while we were in it Salt was here. Lake. Yeah. Um, but he was so for those of you who are newer to the show, Stever was a special ops guy in the military that um you had like all this covert stuff. Like he he when we were on the shitty radio station in Phoenix, mm-hmm. he sent us a picture of our house in a from a helicopter. He flew over our house and sent us a picture. Mm. And it was actually our house. Um and then, like, we just kept in touch with him. We formed a relationship with him. I Didn't he send us pizza or something one day? One like, day, yeah. Yeah, like, he sent us, He's I think, the deep guy, dish. Listen, or... th- you're talking about a guy who who has, like, extremely high access. Like, you're talking yeah. about somebody who... Who, who had vanish mode vanish before vanish mode, mode was before, a thing. Yeah. It like, was crazy. I mean, he, I, like, the guy just is a step ahead. And he, so, but he would always tell us, hey, I'm going, you know, like, he's a ghost. He's a guy that goes out and does covert stuff for the military, essentially. Um, and he would tell us, hey, you're not going to hear from me for a while, or hey, I'm doing this. And he was telling us that one of the things he, he would update us on is when he got coronavirus. Mm-hmm. And he, he had it the second, I think the second time Stever got it was terrible. The coronavirus. Like, he was saying, if I remember right, he was, it, it almost killed him. They have the sniffles. Um, but about a year ago, the last thing I remember him saying is, hey, I'm going out. I'm going to be gone a while. Yeah. And I have not heard from him since. And he was a, he was a. Avid listener. Him if and not his daily. People. Yeah. And like his guys would, you know, like their whole, 
because they were they were at they were at the base in Phoenix, so they were based out of Phoenix um, at uh, the airport, and so he listened all the time. And it just it's really I hope he's okay. I really hope he's okay um, because we don't get um, we don't get updates. I mean, like the guy's a ghost. So I hope he's okay. I I don't know what happened to him. And and I mean our our military guys, God bless you. Um, I just have so much respect for the sacrifice that it is for our fighting men and women, their families, their friends, their relationships. I mean, their lives are forever changed. And a guy like that, I just, I hope they're okay, man. Um, you know, I just it, some of the things he would tell us about the things that he saw, like you just, you know how, you know, when a guy says, Hey, this is who I am. And like, you know, he's legit. You mm -hmm. just know it's it, you. The Stever was legit. Yeah. He was absolutely one of a kind. Cody says, of course you would have, uh, you would friend him. You don't want him to lay the smack down on your ass. It, it, it's seriously, it scared me when he sent me a picture of my house. Like it freaked me out for it a minute. Should. It freaked me out for a minute. Like, and it was, it was legit an overhead picture of our house. And where we lived, we lived on South Mountain in Phoenix. So there were always flyovers. There were always helicopters, jets. Like, there was always that stuff happening. Right. So you never paid attention to it. And then you're on the radio one day, and he sends you an overhead shot of your house. Um, and it wasn't like a satellite picture because, it, because we had just had our backyard renovated. And the picture of the backyard, I remember, had the paver. We had a bunch of pavers put in without turf. Mm -hmm. And then we had the turf added. It was with the, pa I think it was pavers without turf. Um, so it was legit that day he flew over the house. Phone, took it pictures. was a cell phone picture. Dude. Yeah, like it was crazy. Yeah. It was, it freaked me out a little bit. It was a cell phone picture out of a helicopter. Dude knows where you live. Seriously, like, whoa. But hey, the guy was cool. And then I, I, I'm i pretty sure he sent Giordano's to the studio one day. Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure. So it is what it is. Um, Giggity says, Steve, got to be kicking it uh, indoors, killing terrorists. I hope he's okay. I, I really do. I do. I, I saw that the Biden administration released that they, they hit one of the top Islamic terrorist um, figures in Syria. I guess they dropped a, they dropped a bomb on him. Through we're on a drone, Cincinnati. So. Yeah, we're on the Cincinnati. Man. Jeremy Bolton says, Hey, Brylark, I've never seen anyone get destroyed in a chat as much as Driftwood did. No. Bro, dude, Driftwood took some Driftwood during the election. Like Drift was a uh, Driftwood, and I loved. I actually enjoyed those conversations. I like talking about serious stuff, but Driftwood took some heat in this chat. My yeah, God, dude. Yeah, and bro. probably the best part about this show is the interaction we have with the with you guys, our our listeners, our viewers. Like we really enjoy that. Like that's why we say follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. So Barry, Barry, go ahead. Go ahead. Jump head first in the comment section. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, Giggity says warheads on foreheads. Exactly right. <laughs> Greg Hawkins says smackdown on your mama's ass. <laughs> Chris Carn says if I drop some Portillo's on you, uh, am I legit? Yes. Yeah, Chris. dog. Bro, Chris, actually, I would love Portillo's, bro. Yeah, my God. There's Portillo's. not a Portillo's in Utah, is there? I don't think so. I don't think so. Is there a Portillo's in L.A.? Oh, there has to be. In Anaheim. Come on. Isn't there a Portillo's in Anaheim? Okay, let me pull out Google Maps here. Maybe when we're in L.A. next week, we do that. I don't know. Bro, it's already next week. Yeah, I know. Uh, tell us your account on Instagram. Oh, I, I say every day, The Monty Show. Everything for me is The Monty Show. M-O-N-T-Y, The Monty Show. Um, Jake is SLC Supercars. 
Um, Portillo's is amazing. Yes, yes, it is, there Greg absolutely Hawkins. is a Portillo's right off the five in the ninety-one. Yeah, that's what I thought. In Orange, we're County. doing it. We're doing it. Yeah, and it's way better than Pink's. I remember that argument. All right, NBA power rankings. Says we got some other good stuff to get to today. Um, the absolute positive worst team in the NBA right now is the. Mm. I think it's the Pistons. The Pistons mm. are terrible. And they're they're gonna trade Jeremy Grant. I have to believe they're gonna trade Jeremy Grant. Oh, it's Jeremy gonna Grant. happen. Yeah. I mean they are a bad team, but man Kate Cunningham's been a nice story. Yeah. Dude, yep. guy's a stud. And he's got a great fro. He's got awesome hair. Um Detroit's bad. I mean, let's be honest, it's Detroit, OKC, and Houston. But I think Houston is so athletic. Yeah. And their young guys are really good. You, I mean, you're watching their young guys. Kenya Martin Jr. Stud. I'm telling you, the kid's coming. Stud. Um, you know, like you, you look at the, you look at Christian Wood. Um, if they unload John Wall, I think the sky's the limit for them. And they I sh- think they will. They, they will. should do the Russell Westbrook buyout trade from the Lakers and send John Wall. Yeah. Um, because I think that's absolutely – him and Eric Gordon have huge value around the league. Eric Gordon, I think, is the number one three-point percentage shooter in the NBA right now. Yeah. Um, I would trade him and John Wall and go you, – you, you need to sell out on Christian Wood. Build everything you have around him, and, and I think um, – you know, I, I really like Christian Wood. I know there's people who've talked about trading him. I would not. No, I, I think you have a good core there. You, they just need to play more. You yeah. need time. And then OKC, I mean, I look at what Josh Giddy's giving OKC. But he can play, dude. I mean, he is he is under the radar as under the radar gets, but he can play. Better or worse, the Sacramento Kings or the New Orleans Pelicans? Oh, the Sacramento Kings are better. Really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, Zion Williamson obviously hasn't played. He's an incredible bust. I just think the Pelicans don't have a. I mean, outside of out of uh, outside of Ingram, you know, you look at this team, and yeah, you've got Zion who's hurt. You know, long obviously, Jackson you know, Hayes. You, yeah, mm, I don't like Jackson Hayes' off the court, you know, issues, if you will. What if they make that C.J. McCollum trade? Then I think you've got something because you can put. You're not you're not a championship contender at that point, but I definitely think you're a playoff team, uh, a legit, no doubt about a playoff team. I think Brandon Ingram's their best player. They're two and twenty without him. I mean, that's a and I think I think too, CJ McCollum. It would be fun to see him being the number one on a team, just to see what what that would do for him. You know, he's right. been Dame's running mate forever. So I'm going to say Detroit's the worst. Yeah, I'm going to say that Houston's the second worst. Yeah. OKC. New Orleans. And then, better or worse, the Sacramento Kings or the Orlando Magic? I watched the Orlando Magic game the other night with the Bulls. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're talented as talented gets. They're just not a smart basketball team. No, they make boneheaded plays pretty consistently. So I'm going to say they're the fifth worst team. I'll put the Kings. I'll put the Kings outside of the bottom five. Yeah. And then, you know, there's the top five, and I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I think in the NBA right now, there's no doubt one, two is Phoenix. And I think the Phoenix Suns are the best team in the NBA. I think Devin Booker is, you know, I, I, I we, think. We know, we know what you think about Book. We know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and imagine. I will punch you in the face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> imagine if the, if the Suns trade Dario Sarch's contract. Yeah, I I think so. The Suns nine are gonna million make moves. bucks. The Suns are going to make moves. They're going to get better, you know. But I but yeah, in terms of of the top five teams, I think it's really tough once you get past 
the four best teams. So you've got the Suns, uh, is the Warriors. Yeah, I think it, I think, I think it Suns is. one, Warriors two. This nonsense, like you know, the list you have there. This nonsense about the Sixers being a top five team. They're in the not. League, they're not a top five team in the league. I, but see, the argument's going to be Memphis. Yeah, oh, the, I think to Memphis me, is top five. I think Memphis is the third best team in the NBA right now. Today, the way they're playing, I think Memphis is the third best team. What in do you the think NBA. of the Bucks right now? Where are you at on the box? They're fourth. I put. I would take. I think. I think Memphis. Their their athletic ability on offense trumps what Milwaukee can do defensively. Mm-hmm. Because the other thing is, I don't think that Giannis has a matchup that he can lock a guy down against Memphis because Memphis doesn't play big. You know, Memphis is much more about Jared their Jackson their Jr. wings. Was shooting it last night, bro. But that's my point. If you it, it, okay, so let's say it's Giannis versus Jaron Jackson Jr. Where's Giannis going to be in that matchup? Well, he's going to be at the top of the circle. Yeah. So what does that do for John Morant? Yeah, I mean, it opens things up for sure. I, I think, yeah. But what is John Morant doing? So in, in this, is, this is what I was thinking about. If you have Memphis versus Milwaukee head-to-head, let's say in a series, you have you have Ja off the off the ball. Off the ball, yep. Jaron's got the ball at the top. He's going to kick that ball to John Morant. Then what's going to happen? Jaw's going to drive. Giannis Ante, your mama, is going to drop back to try and rim protect. And what's Jaw going to do? Yeah. He's going to kick. Because John Morant, his his highlight tape is going to be all these dunks and stuff. His best ability right now, and the reason they're the third best team in the NBA right now, is because he's passing really well. I'm going to say this again. He is an all-around player. John Morant is fun to watch mm-hmm. that's an entertaining team to watch I'm for real I take Memphis third I put Milwaukee fourth and then I think it's a crapshoot for the for the fifth spot I mean I think I could make an argument for Brooklyn but I don't think so I think with all of this James Harden nonsense I don't think so I, I could make I absolutely can make an argument for the Chicago Bulls but they're so injured I don't think so and that's have to be a top five team I, they have to be. Uh, okay, are you talking so about, are you talking about? Are we saying from the standpoint of right here today? Right here like, today. Yeah, I, I think mean, right the. I today. think it's. Yeah. I. I do think it's Cleveland. It's Miami, and I also think that that the Boston Celtics are moving up into that that ten to seven range now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, they're getting Jalen. I'm telling you, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are playing really well right now. Yeah, you know, I. I think they are. I think the difficult thing that I have with this right now is that. Yeah, with Kevin Durant being out, the Nets are obviously not a top five team. I mean, they need Kevin Durant. Yes. Just not, there's just no way around that. So, yeah, sure, okay, we'll throw them out of the top five for now. I think it's the you Heat know. and the Cavs, five and 5A. Five I like the Bulls over both of those teams, just so we're clear. The Bulls are just too injured. And wow. I, I think when you and, – and the other thing is, look, I re, obviously I'm a Bulls fan. I'm from Chicago. But um, I look at the Bulls right now, and I, I, I just think that the, that the way the Bulls are playing without – Alex Caruso without Lonzo Ball, they've they're missing that they're missing, they're missing tenacity at guard. Yeah, and I think that's why the 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 Brunson the 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 um the Jalen Brunson and the oh my God former Jazz man Brooklyn Net um Paul Millsap those two names yeah are supposed to be Chicago Bulls. Now the the Mavericks are saying that they're not trading Brunson. I think that's a mistake. Yeah. And I think Paul Millsap would fit right in with what the Bulls are doing, especially defensively, because they don't need him offensively. And he's rested. They need, yeah, exactly. They need a rebounding defender 
who can play two, three positions. Because the biggest problem for Chicago Bulls right now is they are small. Yeah, they are. Wendell Carter tortured them the other night. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you right now, Lonzo Ball, I love the guy, but he, he in his career, he can't stay healthy. And if you're going to have consistent knee issues, which he's got, your value plummets. And Alex Caruso, they've got to find a way to keep him healthy. Now, it was a dirty play that broke his wrist. That's not his fault. He'll be back in April. Facts. It's not his fault. But good God, he's been out, it feels like, for three months. Yeah. And when Alex Caruso's healthy, that team defensively, completely different team. Yeah. Like he can he can lock down one through three. It doesn't matter. You're like what he did to Luka Doncic early in the year. Anybody right. see again? And I know I'm the only crazy idiot. Everybody says this to me that I got to, like all these Maverick fans came into the comments yesterday on on YouTube. But I'm telling you, Luka's not a a winning player. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the guy last night just simply fell asleep on defense and gave up a game tying layup to send the game to overtime. It's a terrible okay. mistake. And what does he do? He grabs the ball. He puts it on his forehead. Oh, I feel terrible. Oh, <laughs> loser. Yeah, and then Lou Dort tortured you in overtime, too, to boot. Final. Luke is not a championship player. My question is, where do the Jazz, where do the jazz fall into this list? I mean, I think the Jazz are solidly in the top half of the NBA. But right now, today, I'm, I'm taking the Nets. I'm taking the Celtics. I'm probably taking the Hornets. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I look at, I look at Atlanta and eh, the jazz are better than Atlanta. What about the Minnesota Timberwolves? I can't definitively say the jazz are better than them right That's now. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I think today, right now, today, yeah, right now, today, they're not okay. Without Rudy and without Don and you know, it's a little surprising Clarkson and Hassan. Oh, my back hurts. Yeah, sure. Okay. When, when those go, when everybody's equal, the jazz are better than the Timberwolves. But it's not by a lot. I'm telling you, it's not by a lot. In the middle of the pack, what do you say about the New York Knicks? Yeah, I think the Knicks are a bit of a disappointment. But, you know, I mean, last night, again, they were on national TV last night on ESPN against the Grizzlies. And I thought that they made a lot of silly mistakes. And I think that they're, you know, again, I I love Julius Randle and what he did in that run where he was hot. But I just, he's not performing right now he's not doing what they need him to do and and there's a lot of turnovers and a lot of silly plays happening so you know it is what it is yeah I I think one of the interesting things to me is that you have people that want the Knicks to trade Julius Randle that have people that want them to trade Evan Fournier and I'm telling you you trade Julius Randle okay I get that but if you trade Evan Fournier, you don't have a shot taker on that team. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Yeah, I just don't think you have a, a shot taker on that team. It, the two guys I'd move from the Knicks very clearly are Kemba. Um, and I don't know where that guy's career's gone since he left Charlotte, but it is what it is. I, I would move Julius and Kemba. Yeah. Um, and I think Alec Burks, by the way, has some value on that on that roster as well. But um, – I don't think much of the I don't think much of the Lakers because they haven't shown the ability to stay healthy and until they make a trade I think they're bottom half. Yeah, agreed. I, I think the Knicks are bottom half. Westbrook can say that it, you know they just got to get in and it's in your 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 zero for zero. You know you're zero and zero. Everyone's even when you get into the postseason. But yep. right now I just I I, I don't know what's going to fix you shooting the the ball off the backboard the way you do consistently. What's going to fix AD not being able to stay healthy? I mean, what's going to fix 
these issues. So, you know, the Celtics are so frustrating to watch. Like just, I mean, that, that should be a 50 win team. Mm-hmm. That should be a team that really wins pretty much every game they play in. And they just don't like, they just go to sleep sometimes. Yes. They're a chill team. Like That's they, yeah. Been their vibe. Yeah. Like they, they're, there's a lack of intensity and it's so frustrating because Jason Tatum is just so incredibly talented. And then you'll do shit like throw the powder bottle last night. That like, I, I they're so frustrating. the The Boston Celtics are so. And and the other thing I'm waiting for is what's going on with Indiana and Washington. Are you going to trade Dinwiddie? I, you you said in the vaunted pre-show meeting where we talk about absolutely nothing behind the scenes. Um, you were saying that you think they're they're giving him run to trade him. Oh, they're definitely feeding him. Yeah, they're definitely trying to up his trade value. There's no doubt about it. Um, you know, he has a big time triple double last night cause they're giving him more opportunities, you know? And even when he's not, uh, what was it? Uh, what's today? Thursday on Tuesday. Uh, I can't remember who they were playing. I believe it was Tuesday or might've been Monday, but they're in this game and I'm, I'm watching them and, I'm, and, and he's, he's like missed his first six, three point attempts. You go into the second half and they're just feeding him, like giving him the ball. Kuzma is deferring to him intentionally to give him more opportunities. And How I'm about just saying, Kuzma with another block shot last night? Yeah, li- listen, I'm not a huge Kyle Kuzma guy, but you have to give the guy credit. He's definitely taken a step forward in his career uh, after leaving the Lakers and getting that opportunity. So more power to you, dude. Yeah, I agree. A lot of uh, comments. Jeremy Bolton says uh, top five NBA hottest moms. Well, Luca's number one, right? Then then there's, then there's uh, Jaron Hall, number two. Uh, Zach Wilson's mom. Zach Wilson. She's got a huge three. mouth. I yeah. mean, I, 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 hey. Then your mom, not my mom. My mom is not hot at all. Jeremy Never. Bolton, your mom's number five. Okay. There you there go. go. Okay, good. good. Uh, Brylark says, oh my God, great question, Jeremy. Uh, Cody Strickland said, Zion Williamson is a bummer. He, He's a bum. Wasn't he always going to be a bust? Whoa, whoa. He's a number one overall pick, and he's going to be a Hall of Famer, and he's better than Michael Jordan. Better than LeBron. Next time you wonder what I get right, don't wonder. Idiots. Uh, Idiots. What do you bet? Eric and Raleigh says, top five, no order, Suns, Bucks, Warriors, Sixers, Bulls. I don't know if the I, the Sixers, do you got to make a Ben Simmons trade. You Have make a to. Ben Simmons trade, then we can talk. Yes. But this team, again, we just talked about it. Kyle Kuzma from the Washington Wizzies blocks Joel's shot for the win last night. Yeah. Joel Embiid can't do it all on his own. It's too much. I'm telling you. Um, Bucks play boxing one on Ja, Eric and Raleigh says. Probably. But that's where his passing comes in. Well, and what we're not talking about is, great, play boxing one on him, but he's still going to get by you. He's going to beat anybody one-on-one. <laughs> he's an elite athlete. Step. I mean, he's, sure. just, he's getting by you. For sure. Eric C. says, morning, fellas. Eric C. Hello, Eric. My dude. Where you been? Give us a thumbs up, everybody. Hey, by the way, don't forget to check out our affiliate links below in the description. Um Yesterday was a huge day for at-home COVID test sales. Appreciate that from you guys. Um, click our links. Check them out. The coronavirus. Um, yeah, make us money. Eric and Raleigh says, lots of teams are consistently inconsistent. Yes. Yes. Um, CJ So Cool JR. No Ingles, no Quinn. Yeah, who No Ingles, no Quinn means success. Uh, like Quinn actually started bogey and Ingles together. Seriously, like... It's not a joke. Butler, you can tell, has talent every time out. This system has you looking for shooters only. Truth. True. Truth. 
Uh, funky, <coughs> funky onion. What or Orion? I always make that mistake because it looks like an N. Who the fuck is that guy? <coughs> funky Orion, one of our best. <coughs> says my friend said that Jazz have learned from last year. No, they haven't. Nope. Uh, he thought they are not playing at their best now, so they still have more to give in the second half of the season and in the playoffs. Okay, hold on a second. I hear that a lot. Hold on <coughs> a second. I am tired of hearing. In the second half of the season, does anybody does everybody realize we're way past the halfway point of the season? Bro, there's 30 games left. Guy, like everybody seems to think the All Star break is the halfway point in the year. This isn't Major League Baseball, nah. right? This isn't Major League Baseball. We're we're way past the halfway point of the year. That is a huge misconception among Twitter casuals land, right? Like this, you're is, casual. You are. If you think that if you think that we're not at the halfway point. Are, are like pull up Google and look at the NBA schedule. They played fifty two games, man. They've got yeah, thirty casual. games to go. I mean, come on now. The Suns are forty one and nine. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh my God, forty one and nine. They have a four game lead in the loss column. Um, <laughs> oh my God, stop it. There's uh, okay, okay. He's got that beautiful light skin. I mean, no, I'll stop. I'm kidding. Did, I'm um, sorry. Do you want to oil him <laughs> up too? Do you want to oil him up? It feels so good that Book we is taking. We did what we did. Yeah, man. That's behind closed door. Motherfucker, call me a Kardashian. Um, wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, but it feels so good that he's taken that next step because mm -hmm. all the haters, ah, he, softy, ah, no double teams in summer. We ain't here for that. It's actually not that easy, but for me, it was easy. Said Devin Booker a hundred times. So what do you got now? Now the mascot. Okay, he embraced that. What do you got now? What now? Let me tell you what now. Mm -hmm. Right? 41 and 9. Yeah, they're legit, dude. I said 41 and 9. What now? Let me tell, <laughs> Let me you, tell what you what now. I, you know, they've got the Hawks in Atlanta. They start this road trip tonight. You know. Yeah. Yep. They're legit. What else? 41 and 9. Yeah, man. Feels good. Yeah. It's like a warm blanket. Careful. <laughs> Careful. I should stop. Uh, all right. Let can we can we get into Let me update the UPS thing cuz 3 4 people are asking. So I hate UPS now. Because you a PS. Okay, so um, run, run it back real quick. Catch it up. I was fortunate enough to get the Jordan Reserve win on the um, Air Jordan 1 Bordeaux. It's a shoe that everybody wants. People covet it. I wanted it. I want it. Okay, you ordered it. You shipped it. Oh, it was delivered. <coughs> no, it wasn't. Oh, yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Stop disrespecting me, bro. So I tell UPS, hey, man, I got the doorbell cam, not delivered. Oh, well, they delivered it to your neighbor behind your house. Can you go knock on their door for us? Sure. Hey, yo, man, you get my shoes? <coughs> hey, yo, man, you get my shoes? Hey, look here, man. No. No shoes. No. No shoes for you. No. Okay. They're French or Spanish or whatever the fuck they are. They're like, no, 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 no. Por qué? Uh, I was like, okay, cool, man. Bienvenido. Um, and I don't even know what that means. Um, you know, and tone and stuff. 
But we're getting uh, somewhere. Yeah. So they're like, no, man, we don't got your shoes. <laughs> so I call UPS. They're like, ah, oh, sorry, you're fucked. All right, thanks. Never. And they're like, well, we'll put a tracer on it. And I'm like, well, didn't you pull the GPS information? Yeah. Where'd he leave it? At the house behind you. Like, they, for instance. Yeah, they said they don't have it. Well, um, y- y- you know. Uh, oh, my God, dude. Oh. Uh, so Bro. yesterday I'm at Jersey Mike's because my wife is sick. So I, I got us Jersey Mike's for lunch. And the guy is calling me, Michael at UPS in West Valley. Mike. Good, good dude. Couldn't talk to him on the phone. Had terrible signal. I call back and talk to this lady, Mary. And, I mean, her her best sentence was, well, um, You're hey, so hey, can you hang on a minute? And I'm like, what, what, what? Like, she just puts me on hold. Didn't come back. Didn't come back. Like, 10 minutes. Didn't come back. Mm. It's like, okay, so now what am I going to do? Well, do I ask Nike for a refund? It's not their fault. I actually feel bad going to Nike. <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm, fuck you. I'm going to ask Nike for a refund. But it's, again, there's no recourse. There's It's so frustrating. I will never use UPS again. Everything I do will be FedEx. And the thing that pisses me off about FedEx is they'll drop stuff in my backyard at, at my garage door. They'll like, hey, man, it's a 25-second walk to the front door. Or you could leave it in the by the back by the garage door. Or when am I ever going to see that, dude? Anyway. Why why did UPS have this one anyway? I thought FedEx was the was the go-to. Got me. I don't know. But it's FedEx UPS. is what delivered my shoes. It, it's, it's so weird. It's, it's so, so frustrating. It's so weird, dude. It is so frustrating that UPS there's no recourse. There is no recourse. And so now being that dude cuz I'm that dude now I'm going to have to get on LinkedIn and I'm going to have to connect with some UPS people and be He's like an assassin. Here's by the way, here's that Post hole digger coming for that boho because I'm telling you right now, I'm just telling you right now, it is not right that UPS, there's no recourse. And whoever came up with that shit, the the thing is, is that there's no refund on shipping to Nike from UPS because Nike is a bulk shipper. So they pay UPS. They have a contract with UPS nationally. They pay UPS a certain amount of money every month. So it's not like, oh, hey, you lost fat ass's shoes. Give us our 17 bucks back. It doesn't work that way. So there's no recourse to UPS. None. Not at all. And they they know it, so they don't give you a higher level of service. Mm-hmm. And my guess, like I know my UPS guy pretty well. My guess is it was not this dude. Because my UPS guy and I have actually talked about shoes. And I just don't buy that. You can't tell me a UPS guy is going to give up his career to steal shoes. I just don't buy that. That might be one in a thousand package delivery dudes. Oh, that means that that one in a thousand found you. Maybe, yeah. Because it's not at the neighbor's house where you said it was. Come on, man. Like, it's just, and there's no, again, I don't mean to be redundant. It's frustrating. There's no recourse. There's nothing I can do. Like, the facilities in West Valley City here in Salt Lake, it's 20 minutes down the street. Nothing I can do. You can't walk up and knock on a door. There's nobody there to talk to. Yeah. You call them on the phone, and it's like, you've reached a non-marking number at Asshole Village at UPS. Yeah. And it's like, okay. So you start calling down, and I talk to Mary. Mary's like, uh, well, um, hang on, and never comes back. Like, there's no recourse. Yeah. Anyway. <sighs> I feel better. Yeah, good. 
Um, Dwayne Boone says, I enjoyed listening this morning. Great show. I've got to head out. All right, Dwayne, appreciate See you, you Dwayne. man. See you, uh, not tomorrow, but Monday. Snuka says, are we all staring into Jake's eyes? Uh, I mean, maybe. I don't, I, I, I <clears throat> there you go. Open your eyes up. Uh, <laughs> Eric and Raleigh says, it's the checkmate on Jake's forehead for me. Well, hey, you know what? Happen. Zits happen. Uh, my favorite sandwich sandwich at Jersey Mike's is uh, in Layton is the original Italian 16 inch. It's the bomb. I always get the turkey provolone and add roast beef. Number eight, rosemary bread, Mike's way. Eric and Raleigh says Nike can make a claim to get the money back from UPS. I don't think so. Get the PO box, Tim. Have USPS hold your deliveries at the post office. Probably should, but then I gotta go and get them. How about UPS just does their job and puts it yeah, on my like porch? Yeah, like how hard is it, dude? Like they do every other time. How hard is it? Uh, I mean, he's got a nice fade, Snuka says. You have a nice fade. Yeah, dude. My boy knows how to fade. Jay my at Dave's Barbershop in, in Daybreak. Go yeah, see dude, him. Go see him. Chris Karn says, Amazon Prime Key, they have access to my garage door and stuff gets left inside the garage. Thank you. Yeah, see, but okay, but I'm glad Amazon got brought up. You don't have this issue with Amazon, do you? Nope. Don't have this issue with Amazon, do you? Nope. Oh, but it's Jordan's and they're $220. Oh, and by the way, last night, again, again, we ordered a banner. When we're in L.A., you're going to see we have like a backdrop that we ordered. Saturday, they delivered the physical banner. Apparently, the other day, UPS delivered the stand for the banner to my neighbor's house. God damn it, dude. My neighbor brought the package over last night. Bro. It's crazy. How there is isn't... UPS this bad at delivering packages? I don't know. I don't know. Use FedEx. Uh, Jeremy Bolton says it's crazy. There isn't recourse, especially in the delivery age we live in. I'm saying. You're getting, I'm saying. Bro, you're getting your ass kicked by Amazon on a daily basis, and you still have this low of service level. I would never buy Jordans on Amazon, but I wish I could. Uh, Eric and Raleigh says Amazon ships with USPS a lot. They do. Uh, Brylark says, ha ha, Monty refuses to acknowledge that the camera was on Jake while he was talking for, oh, was it really? Did I leave the camera on Jake for like 10 minutes? Bro, you're a casual. Come on. Did I do you're that? I'm sorry. I didn't even realize I did that. Bro. That's my bad. Bro. My bad. I control it too. What are you, UPS now? Yeah, apparently. What can Tim do for you? Eric DeVera says, UPS CSR here in the Philippines. I work at a call center, but not UPS. The best way to escalate is to go to legal or corporate. Also, don't be a Karen. Instead, be extremely polite even if you get... Oh, I totally am. I've totally changed my tact. Totally. Because it w you get a lot more help with you sugar. You catch more bees with honey than vinegar. Correct. And Just it's worth it. Yep, you left the camera on him, hence all the Jake comments. My bad. Come on, man. Savage Jake, LMAO. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Yeah. So uh, Okay, so basically... All right, so now with this whole UPS thing, is that going to shake your confidence in the sneakers app? No. No, it won't. It won't. I'm, I am going to go to the top of the ladder at UPS. I don't care. I want my shoes. I want those Bordeaux, man. <laughs> Do you know how hard I've worked to get the Bordeaux one? I want it. That is, it's a beautiful shoe. It's got like it. a silver swoosh on Like, it's a beautiful shoe. Yeah, it is. I finally win it, and UPS took it from me. What can Brown do for you? Steal my damn shoes. That's what they no, can do for I me. No, it's not. Nothing. <clears throat> Speaking of nothing, how about Tesla? <laughs> what is the obsession with electric cars? A. B. Why do we obsess on cars that can drive themselves? Can somebody help me with this? 
we've seen multiple accidents in Scottsdale with these self-driving cars. These Google cars or whatever they are. We've seen multiple idiots in their Teslas get into accidents while they took naps. Yeah. And now the news comes out that there's a Tesla recall because they're not recognizing stop signs, so they're running through stop signs. 475,000 vehicles. That run stop signs. Yeah. And here's the thing. Why do you need your car to drive you? Can you? Is your car not an escape? Like, I drive an Audi SQ5 because, well, I'm a pimp like that, and I have chest hair. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. So. Uh, Line of cane and B12. Yeah. I love driving my car. It's twin turbo, V6. Like, it's fun. The seat holds you. I love driving that car. I don't want it to drive me. I want to drive it. Why are we obsessed with drop people? I don't get it, dude. I don't, I don't get, get it. it. I, A, the the funny thing about electric cars to me is they're actually terrible for the environment. Like mining lithium and what do you do with the batteries when they go dead? Like they're bad for the environment. There's no way around it. But the, the marketing package is, oh, they're great for the environment and, and we got to get away from gasoline. And like, okay, I, I, there's arguments to be made both ways. But the, the when it comes down to it, I just am not interested. I think there are so many other ways we yeah. can help. Well, in A, so you do realize that people are like, oh, electric vehicles are pimp. Well, electric vehicles are great until you realize that, yeah, mining for the, the product to make the battery is terrible for the environment and the earth. It's, I mean, it literally is one of the worst things you can do. You can't recycle those batteries. You understand that, right? Like once you make a battery for a, a car, like the hybrid batteries, you can't recycle them. They're here forever, forever. So they're terrible for the environment, number one. Number two, this whole thing about the, the cost of a Tesla, and I, I get it. Driving a Tesla, you're super hip, you're pimp, you're a dude. Cool kids like, club, all right, we, great. Get, we it. get it. We, yeah, get, we it. get it. But I just, I, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I, I admittedly, I'm not ready. And it's it, it to me, the environmental thing doesn't even matter in electric cars. The thing is, like, I want to drive more than 300 miles. I'm driving to L.A. next week. That's a 10-hour drive. I, what am I going to do, stop and recharge my car? No. I'm going to put more gas in it, and I'm going to keep driving. And I'll see you in L.A. Right? That's the thing that's amazing to me. Yeah. Is they're not really that practical. And they're super expensive. Like, Teslas, you're in the Teslas for 40, 50, 60 Gs at a minimum. Yeah. Why? I don't understand it. Yeah, I, th I think I, I legitimately think a lot of it is what you were just talking about. The cool kids club. Hey, I want to say I own a Tesla and I'm fine with that. I actually don't have a problem with that. I want to say I own a Beamer or an Audi or, you know, whatever, you know, whatever your cup of tea is. But but I, so like I don't have a problem with people wanting to be able to say that. But but I have a problem with people being like, oh, well, it's better for the environment. And, you no, know, it's it's, it's you no, know, it the car can drive itself, even though it can't. And, you know, everything's cool. Well, it can drive itself right through stop signs. Idiots. I mean, you know. Like, uh, Snuka says, Tesla is a glorified oversized battery that looks like an old Apple mouse. <laughs> That's not I mean, untrue. Yeah. That's not untrue. Yeah. Brylark says, Monty's going to go work for UPS to exclusively deliver his own packages. Now, six months ago, that might have been a plan. But now I'm not buying shoes that much. So, you know. I wish I could. Eric and Raleigh says, leave Yelp and go to UPS and change it from the inside. Um, you know. No, I'm good. Uh, Eric also says, I want to say I own a 2013 Toyota Camry. Swag. 
You know what I mean? Like, so like, there's nothing wrong with that. But my point is, my point just is, is like, there's nothing wrong with saying you want to own a Tesla or a Beamer or an Audi or whatever. But I think yeah. that I think that it, it is just beyond me that people think that electric cars are good for the environment. They're not. I must have left it on your face a long time because people keep saying that now. Jeremy Bolton says, I still love driving and I totally agree. It's a total escape for me. I don't have a fancy fast car by any means, but I love taking long road trips. Me too. Yeah. I mean, that's part me of it. Me too. I like, I, you know what? I'm a car guy, so I spend money on cars. It pisses my wife off. Okay, so is the camera still on me? No. Okay. Okay, just checking. No, it's not. Okay. The, the feed on YouTube is behind. I see. Our, our feed on YouTube okay. is behind. Okay. okay. Um, so it pisses the wife off. My wife hates that I like to buy new cars. Now, the Audi, I'm going to be in the Audi for probably another two years. But you, like, love the Audi. I do. It the To drive the Audi. And coming from a Tacoma to an Audi is obviously. I yeah. went from a BMW 5 Series M Sport to a Toyota Tacoma mistake to a an Audi <laughs> SQ5 twin turbo V6. Yeah, dude. Um, the, the Audi, I love driving it. Yeah. It's a car you drive. It's a car that lets you feel the road. It's a car that... I wish sometimes it was manual, but most times I don't. Like, I, I, I love the Audi. I, yeah. I really do. The next car I get will be a Porsche Cayenne of some sort. Hopefully a GTS, but we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm not in on this electric car thing. And I'm, I'm telling you, look at it. Quentin Moyer says, my girlfriend thinks Teslas look like a pregnant woman. I just don't like them. Double wrap it, dude. Dude, I just don't like them, bro. I don't. Like, I just am not. Yeah, I'm not about it. I'm not. Are you are you engaged yet? No, I'm not. Nope. How's how's the girlfriend? Excellent. Excellent. We had dinner last night, hung out. Where'd you good. where'd you go to dinner? Uh my apartment. No, I'm not gonna say it. Well, <laughs> 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 uh, what'd you serve her for dinner? Steak. Well. Tube steak. What's an erection? Well, uh, what do you want from me? What what am I supposed to do? Double bag it. That's what you. Yeah, I mean, to do, I get man. it. I get it. But damn, where that raincoat, Jimmy? Yeah, had. you, you know? ain't ready to make babies. Uh huh. Yeah, I know. Don't be making babies, man. Bro, stop. What? Stop. Let's continue the conversation. Don't, I, don't. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't need to be told. I did. I do what you did. Have I made? Have I made a no mistake? You, yes. Well, uh, my mistake. Okay. So wait, you just called yourself a mistake. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> You just yes, called yourself a mistake. It's the greatest thing. I'm, anyway, wait. Can we get a girlfriend update? I didn't know this. Snooka, yeah, he has a girlfriend. Yeah, now. dog, I got a girlfriend, bro. Got a girlfriend. Everything's good. Uh, you should follow me on Instagram. You might have seen that. SLC Supercars. Get the behind the scenes SLC stuff on the Instagram. Tr I'm trying to do more TikTok, but the Instagram's where it's at. Yeah, you're so. an Instagram guy. You know. Jake, just make sure you wrap your willy. <laughs> wow. Hey. Okay. Correct the mundo. Okay. What brand do you use, Jake? Trojan. You're a Trojan guy. Okay. Yep. Where do you get them? Uh, Costco. What did I give you for Christmas? Yeah. You got me like a hundred of them. Dude, like an obscene amount. I got you a variety pack of condoms for Christmas for a stocking stuffer from Costco. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, and I, I thought it was that. funny as hell. <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. Even though for two weeks leading up to Christmas, you better unplug me, condom. <laughs> you know. Uh, Eric and Raleigh says, SLC new dad with no cars. Wow. There's a, that's Jake's Twitter handle, SLC new dad. SLC the condom broke. SLC the, no. So you legit think you'll be in the Audi for another couple years? <laughs> yes, I do. I do. Why wouldn't I be? I don't know. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Why wouldn't I be? 
I, there's no reason you wouldn't be. I'm just asking. How long are you going to be in? You, well, WRX STI guy over here. Mm -hmm. How long are you going to well, be so in the Subi? Here's the dilemma. Here's the dilemma. And this is the game you have to play when you're when you're talking cars, right? So I just crossed 30,000 miles on my car, mm -hmm. right? And it's worth, I owe like 30, low 31s on it. And it's worth about 28 and a half. So I'm close-ish, you know? I'm not like, because like with the Fiat that I had, I was like way upside down. I was like seven, I think, like seven or six. And then with the down payment, I paid that down to like four. You yeah, know? you had an Abarth. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, with the Subi, I'm like, okay, I kind of have to make a decision. I'm either going to be in it for a while, while, like probably a couple more years, or I have to move it because we're at that tipping point where... Nah, I'd be in it. You know, you're at that tipping point. So, I don't know. All you guys ever post about is snowboarding and lifting. Okay. What's the problem? Okay. I, I well... Who said that? I don't know, because now his comment got filtered because he, he said post something and then he cursed. Okay, good. Over good. 30 miles, time over 30,000 miles. Time to get rid of it, Jake, Eric says. Nah. Nah, I don't think so. I think you hang on. You have one of the nicest WRX STIs in the Valley. Yeah. I mean, when you have your summers on there, those wheels that you, your summer wheels. This weekend, are, baby. I'm ready. Incredible. Well, I'm ready. it may snow again. Yeah. Well, I don't think I I'm do not that. taking snow tires to, to California. I can tell you that right now. It's not happening. No, that's probably smart. I'm not doing that. That's probably smart. Um, no, I'm not going to ask you about that. I'm not going to ask about you about what? that. I would, no, I'm not going to ask you about that. By the way, you're out of Girl Scout cookies now before we leave. Yeah, out of Girl Scout cookies. It was a nice season. Five boxes of Tagalongs, five boxes of Thin Mints. God damn, you ate all of those already? Yeah, dog. Hammered them. Hammered them. It was good. Really? Yeah, I've had, I've had, I mean, I've had them for a minute. A week? Yeah. <laughs> you ate 10 boxes of Girl Scout cookies in a week, fat well, ass. Listen, you had you just had half a box. We had we split another box, so that leaves me with eight. So, oh, yeah. He ate. Oh, oh my bad. It's, he I mean, ate, come on, ate. It's not like you a girl, ate eight bro, boxes of like, Girl Scout cookies dude, in a week. It's not like Girl Scout cookies are are some huge portion. Guy, you ate eight boxes of cookies in a week. I have never taken steroids. Who cares, you ate, dude? Eight Bruh. in a eight. Never. Yes, you did. Never. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever, man. All right. Um, as a reminder, we're giving away this uh, <laughs> PS5. We are off tomorrow. We will be back. New show will be on Monday. Tomorrow we're going snowboarding. Taking, Deal with it. Taking the day off at the Yelpatory. Yeah. Leaving a crib early. So yeah. uh, we're going snowboarding tomorrow. So we'll be back on Monday. Uh, next week we got to get into the Super Bowl prep. Mm -hmm. um, and then don't forget, two weeks from now we'll be in LA. Yep. So we'll do uh, full shows both weeks. So we got, uh, we got this weeks. coming week. We got this coming week here at the crib. Yep. And then that next Monday, LA. Should we go to the Jazz Laker game? Mm -hmm. It's a Wednesday night. We got to work. We got to do the show. Like, I just don't think it's realistic, dude. Each box was like 5,000 calories, Jake. Who gives a shit, dude? I live, Quentin Moyer I says Jake's going to become a, a diabetic. Bro, I live six days a week. I, I like, come on, Jake. I hear the Dodge Dart scene is where it's at. Nah, dog. I no. I, I'm not going to be someone who darted. Nah, name me. No. Chris Carn says ten boxes. Ten, ten, ten boxes for fat. I mean for Jake. Call uh, me fat. I hey man, fine, whatever. Truth. Uh, Kane Ern says I love watching the Jazz last night. Please keep playing the young guys. Yeah. Truth. 
Um, how do you win the PS5 again? Quentin Moyer says. Buy shirts. You have to be subscribed to the channel. <laughs> you have to buy. If you buy one of our shirts, you get five entries for every one of everybody else. Everybody who buys a shirt gets five entries. If you are already entered into the previous contest, if you subscribe and follow us, you don't have to enter again. Because uh, legit, every day we add the followers to this box, uh, the subscribers and followers. But on the PS5, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure that you follow us on TikTok. Mm -hmm. um, and we're going to pull the winners uh, when we get to uh, 4,000 subscribers on YouTube. So... As fast as we got to, yeah, and Eric and Raleigh's trying to bribe us, dude. Well, that might be true. I mean, he go ahead. Bribe, he can bribe his own way by buying merch. Yeah, we are um, we are meteorically rising. We're well over 3,000 now, so it, it'll probably be less than a month that we give this thing away. Yeah. Um, so make sure you hit subscribe. Please, if you're here, give us a thumbs up. Look at our affiliate links below. Um, if you'd like to buy something on Amazon, hit me up. I'll give you an affiliate link for it. Um, but yeah, Jake has a girl time to put the pounds back on. I ain't bro. I'm in good shape right now. I mean, you want to talk about moving some, moving some shit in the gym. Yeah. 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 We're bent. We're over 225 now. We're in the two thirties. So life is good. Anyway, mm -hmm. play the music, Jake. Uh, we're off tomorrow. We will be back on Monday. Please hit subscribe to win the uh, PS5. If you're here right now, please give us a thumbs up. We appreciate everybody who is here. Thank you so much. Giving us a thumbs up, liking the show helps us grow. Um, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, The Monty Show. M-O-N-T-Y, The Monty Show. Jake is SLC Supercars. Until Monday, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.